0: Welcome to Boating Industry Insider, where we talk to executives, thought leaders, and movers and shakers from both inside and outside the marine industry. Now here's your host, David G. Let's talk boating with Uh, Top 100 Boat Dealers, shall we? Hello, everyone. I'm David G. Welcome to Boating Industry Insider. We are glad to have you along, and we are glad to have along the boat boss, Kim Swears,
1: a.k.a.
0: (laughs) the dealer principal at FB Marine Group in lovely Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Dave. It is such an honor to be on the show. I love everything about boating industry and what you've done for us and other dealers, so it's great to be here.
0: Okay, let me know where I should send that check for the testimonial. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, how about how about that, ladies and gentlemen? Let's let's, let's drop. You know, round we're of applause for uh for an unsolicited, unsolicited <laughs> testimonial. I love that. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, I have to say that little personal story about. Uh, Kim and I meeting, we first met at the very first Boating Industry Elevate Summit Conference in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we're coming up on, on Elevate number five. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But Elevate number one, we weren't sure exactly who was going to show up, build it and they will come and, and you hope they do. And, and there was Kim and her team and, and, you know, dressed for success and in the front row and, and meeting everybody and networking. And, and I like, okay, I've got to meet this person. I don't know who she is, but, uh, there are certain people when they enter your sphere that you say, I've got to get to know them. And, uh, you've never disappointed. You have passion energy, like no one I've ever seen. And, uh, not surprising that, that you've achieved such great success. So good to see you again, always.
1: As always. Yes. I remember that first elevate and you know, I, I I'll talk more about later in our yeah. um, episode or this podcast, and then in my uh, my session, if you will, at Elevate yeah. this year. But I always choose one word a year, and when you guys chose Elevate, I was like. I'm all about getting 1% better every day. So I was like, it was like a sign I had to attend. And so when I showed up, I didn't know what to expect, but it was such a warm welcome. And I know that what, you know, the history behind the separation between MRAA and voting Mm -hmm. industry, and I was there to support. And I know what you guys have done for me as a dealer. Yeah. Well, thank you again for that. Actually, I, uh, Adam Quant, the editor-in-chief of
0: Boating Industry, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. have both been immersed yeah. these past few weeks in uh, Boating Industry Top 100 dealer applications. And it's always it's always exciting to read through and you get a real, uh, not just a snapshot, I mean, you get some real true deep visibility into the way a person uh, is running their operation. And I just really, we both really, everybody at the Boating Industry team really appreciates how much work goes into those and and how oh, diligent and voluminous many of those applications are and and again it's it's not for it's not for our sake it's not for our edification it's not so you know uh we can learn all the the secrets of your operation it's it's really to shine a for you to shine a critical light on your operations and look at some of those metrics that that maybe you don't you know look at uh all the time or maybe you know occasionally we'll get in the application you know what i've never measured this but i right. will for next year's application so so again that's that's kind of what mm-hmm. The exercise is designed for. Of course, we're right. we're we're comparing, we're judging, uh, but we're using a spreadsheet with you know uh, kind of numeric value assigned to to categories. It's not not a particularly subjective process, but but again, the idea is is for the dealer to emerge out of that with a a more complete, more detailed picture of their own operation. So that's the idea. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to. Glad to hear you say Well, that. you know,
1: they, they say, you know, you talk about you have to surround, you want to be successful. Well, for me, I always surround myself with successful people. And that's another reason why Elevate's always been on our list. Uh, because if you want to be successful, you just hang around those that are. And it's a great way to go. You hear from best practices. You hear challenges that every, not just you're having, but all the other dealers are having. So you come out of there empowered. And so I, I think it's a great, I think it's a great um, conference for sure.
0: Well, thank you for that. And we will talk a little more detail uh, as we get into this episode a little bit. But you know, we now uh, I, I'd like to hear your story, kind of your entrance into the boating industry writ large, and then specifically what the avenue for you at, at FB Marine Group was and, and how that's evolved uh, in these past uh,
1: three or four years. I'm a I'm a techie at heart, so I started out um, my career. Just I was a lifeguard right out of college, and then I became public information officer for the city of Miami Beach Police and Fire. For me, that's what caused all the video expertise that you see. I was uh, really thrown into it, and when you're reporting on death and fire and 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 tragedy, and uh, it's it's. It teaches you to um, to get comfortable in front of the camera quickly with impromptu impromptu questions. So that's where all that came from. And then from there, I ended up being a stockbroker and stockbroker became too stressful for me because I do not handle stress that, that much. And I was like, too much. And so then I decided to sell um, data networks. I love technology. I actually own a business outside of the industry that is a technology-based um, business. And so I, I built data networks all around the world and brought that expertise here to, um, back then it was FastBoats and created a, um, if you will, a redundant network. I created a work-from-home environment because it was what I was selling in the 90s in corporate America. And so I brought it here to FB Marine Group, invested in the business, um, and then became um, really majority owner and really decided that if we have a tragedy, I was always about redundancy. How do we protect ourselves on a, a natural disaster? Never thought that we would have a pandemic to the level that we did. So when that hit, whenever we had like, you know when any of my team members had babies or they um they had to travel somewhere they always were like seamless they they were could pick up their computer and then go work wherever and so when the pandemic hit i remembered that that night and that day specifically it was like we got this everyone's computers were already set up the network was set up um and so it was just business as usual we did not really feel it much we um we flourished through the um, pandemic, we are uh, an essential business, if you will. We're a government uh, service provider on parts and and service. And so we had every right to remain open. So as a dealer, um, it, that's one thing as, you know, all of us should uh, look into our territories and we're all in different areas of the country, become a government service provider, allows you to stay open in the middle of a pandemic. So there's a tip, boat boss tip. So back to what I, so I, I became involved with uh, FE Marine Group when I left corporate America uh, during the dot com bust and that's when really um, all the dot com and Silicon Valley um, were going out of business and so I started here at FB and um, saw my investment and really just um, helped them out brought everything I knew from corporate America from processes procedures from defining refining measuring and brought it here and so grew the model from a brokerage. And we all know what brokerage means. It's a consignment. And a lot of uh, places here in South Florida are strictly brokerage. They don't offer a full suite of products and services. And so in measuring what we were doing, the profit margins were a lot higher on the uh, boats that we purchased. So we used a lot of the money that I invested in the business to purchase inventory. And we hired uh, a service team and refit team. And that's how that whole animal grew and now today we are a full service um, dealership that offers new pre-owned company-owned brokerage and then what's so exciting about what i'm doing and if you tune into any of the boat boss stuff that i have on my platforms we're all about refit bow to stern refits repowers paint fiberglass we get super dirty i get inside you know the builds and and on boats and really show the public you know, what we do here on a granular level level at the dealership. So we're like a car dealership, like we all know, but um, we make it super exciting on the boat side by doing everything from soup to nuts. And it's been super exciting. And where I see the future going is really limitless because I've taken a four-location dealership, and I'm sure you've seen in our our applications. And I read something uh, a while back. KPMG is a huge source for anyone looking to learn more about future and what they're predicting. And so KPMG um, is my go-to source for um, what the future holds. And back then it was the customer of 2020. And that was a, a big article that they wrote many, many years ago. And so around 2010, 2015, I was able to capture that, read it and start really studying it. What is the customer of 2020 look like with their help? Didn't hire them. There's just so, so much of a plethora of information out there. And I realized that it was the experience that they were forecasting as really the key to success of the future client. So at that point, I hired a customer experience manager Um, And she became really in charge of our CRM and, you know, warranty, you know, obviously, you know, how you have to, um, your CSI scores are so important as part of the boating industry application, but, you know, doing like making sure that the I's are dotted, T's are crossed, the customers are being thanked for the referrals and that they're being attended to if there's an issue. And so we really made customer service a, a front runner in our business and it still is today. So we focus on the internal customer, which is our employees, which we call team members, and our external clients and vendors. And we try to make it a pleasant experience as much as possible. So that's where we are today. You know, we're a super experience-driven dealership, but we've taken a four-location dealership and we're strictly one now. And so where others have been scaling, we pulled back. And um, the next KPMG report that I read was called The Death of a Dealership. And I know that's something that's so hard for all of us to hear. We all have to be more digital. We all have to be more frictionless. And so what that article taught me was less is more on the brick and mortar, but really deliver that experience to the client, whether it be through our VIP concierge services, dockside, marinas, we travel all around the world doing all sorts of service work. And so it's really become a really cool hybrid dealership of where we first started. But now we're this you know really cool customer experience, VIP driven dealership.
0: Every article that I read about retail and sales the one word that always floats to the top that always percolates is experiential yeah. everybody wants an experience today and yeah. and you know sometimes we can provide that and and sometimes you know, it's just a transaction but that really the, the point the broader point is that that's really where Not just the boating industry, it's where automotive, I mean, it's just where the retail industry is headed and the boating industry needs to be part of that. So I'm glad to hear you talk about your focus on that. What was your biggest surprise as you started to dive into the recreational boating industry? Were there any things that left you kind of saying, hmm, that's interesting? I didn't expect to see that.
1: Processes and procedures was a big thing in corporate America. We follow it. It's our, you know, we have manuals and, um, you know, analysis. It was all about, you know, we did so much, um, define what the the problem was and then create the solution and implement it and then measure it. And so when I came here, I remember exactly, I'm going to give you this instant, you know, those at-a-glance calendars? That you know have the squares, and so when I got here, and I uh, left corporate America and came here, and then I was like, okay, let's let's see your. Back then, we were just incorporating Excel, but we had Lotus Notes in corporate America. I was like, so show me your reporting. How where? Let me see your reports. Let me see you know the sale price, uh, the trade, ACB, sales tax. How are you reporting all that? Profit margins, and and it was like she pulled out an at a glance calendar. <laughs> I was like, so, so each of your squares has a sale. And then this was back in the nineties, you know, that's when I realized that I had invested an enormous amount of money into um, a profitable business, but it could have been way more profitable. And, and, and so I decided to just take what I learned and it was things like that. Like, I remember like, um, you know, when you take, a uh, a phone message on paper and you put it on that, you know, that thing that, and so link things like that, I incorporated a a program called phone slips where it's all digital. So it was very, very future futuristic when I came here to FB and, and brought us up to speed quickly, but that's what I was most like amazed at is how does this industry that is like one of the second largest industry here in South Florida behind tourism, but yet so um, it just did things sort of like, you know, way behind the car industry and the rv industry so that's really what surprised me the most
0: what was okay so i i totally get that uh and as soon as you started answering that question knew exactly where you were going with that what was the biggest pleasant surprise the whether it be passion or Mm uh talk about that if you would
1: yeah, yeah, bring up a good word, and I'm all about words. One word described it, and you said community. The boating community is a uh, phenomenal community. It's, a, it's the best industry in the world. It supports so many people in, in this town, and the ripple effect is, can be seen all over the world. It's the boating capital of the world. Um, there is, for me, we're always pulling for each other you know i i bob dennison's a great friend of mine you know chuck cashman and Bill mcgill and we're all these you know, we're, we all get along you know and roger moore and um you know danny Gold, danny from you know nautical ventures we're, we're just a good community even though we're, we're compete in our own way and especially what what we see at the uh, boating industry elevate we all get together we have a good time but it's the community we're always there for each other we have like we're very depth. Um, we're very deep in our parts department. We stock a lot of parts. Marine Max buys from us, Nautical um, Ventures and Marine Connection. All you know, Everyone is always coming to us for parts, and, and we're okay with that. You know, we help each other out because it's about keeping people in boating. And that's you know, that was what I loved about it's all for the good of, of the client and for the industry Keep sustaining us here. Absolutely. You know, I was just uh, up in New York city for a
0: couple of days at the Mm -hmm. Brunswick media day event. And that is what Dave folks, the CEO and Anya Denari, the president of Brunswick boat group. That's what they just talked about over and over and over is exposing people to the water, making Mm -hmm. safer, smarter, more intuitive, more connected boats, boats that, that feel familiar to someone who drives a a Lexus, Mercedes or BMW and, in high end automobile and, and they are as a company, and I know you know Correct Craft and and so many others uh, are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean to om- omit anybody by name, but everybody is really devoted to to not only keeping current customers satisfied, but really developing. NMMA uh, uh, Discover Boating is is really devoted to raising up this next generation or two of boaters and getting and keeping people
1: on the water so i love to hear you say i couldn't agree more yeah so so if i can add one thing i agree and and one thing i think that's one word that you're you're we're missing is sustainability you know we can all talk about the boaters are there but if we can't sustain ourselves and it's an industry we have to build our workforce we have to come up with products that are right for the application and with what i saw the other day when brunswick announced flight board the acquisition of flight board you know the hydrofoil and you've got you know their electric the electric initiative and then you've got correct craft doing theirs you know i actually was not exposed to the electric i'm a huge mercury dealer um love mercury bleed red love it i was there for the 500R um, launch uh, recently and blown away by all the products, you know, the V12 600s and the 400, the V10, V10 400s and the 500Rs. They're constantly evolving, but they're also hedging, if you will, from my stockbroker days. They're hedging the market and they're hedging us to make sure that we're a sustainable in, uh, industry because it's super important that it's not just us as an industry, but we impact so many aspects of all of our communities and through my eyes i was doing actually some um, work with informa because the boat boss platform is a is a media platform and it's all about getting people to be more aware of a lifestyle on the water and i call it whether you live work or play on the water just get on the water there's nothing better than a lifestyle on the water that's my saying and so with that you know we have um Informa came to me and said, we want you to do a, a walkthrough video on the four winds H2E. I'm like, what's that? You know, I didn't know what that meant. Um, and it's got the Vision Marine 180 uh, horsepower motor on the back, I'm like electric. So I was like, I'm all about pr- propulsion, you know, gas and diesel and that sort of stuff. So I was like, all right, let's check this out. So I went down there. I did the walkthrough video. I was blown away. And so I said to myself, self, which I talked to myself a lot as I was driving home, what does this mean to our industry? Will it find, is there enough people that will support it? And so I said, yes, because it's it's obviously not gonna be for across the pond or going you know to Bimini or anything like that, but it's that coastal cruiser, lake cruiser that really wants that three hour boat ride. And that doesn't really have accessibility to maybe like fossil fuel or things like that. So I thought great product and it's gonna sustain us when we have you know those issues that arise. Then, then you throw in um, the racing side of it. Now we're getting into like, you know, Vision Marine just broke the world record in Lake of the Ozarks, uh, and they did one hundred and sixteen miles an hour—the fastest. Electric boat on the water, beating out Jaguar. So the marine industry is at the forefront of technology, and I love it. I can't wait to go to SEMA at some point. It's been on my bucket list to see Brunswick and all the great things that the industry is bringing into the technology circle. So I couldn't be prouder than our industry, but it's not just all about You know, the products, it's about the sustainability. And by creating the right products for all the issues that we might have, it it not only takes down the barriers of entry for anyone, whether it be a diesel outboard boat on a mega yacht, uh, you have electric, you know, um, motors, and then you have gas, whatever your, you know, your fancy might be. We are the industry that will make sure that you can boat. And I love that.
0: What are you looking forward to about 2024 how how do you think that year next year is is shaping up
1: well i can say right now we've got you know interest rates um are on the rise we're probably going to see one or two more um federal hikes federal rate hikes which for me um our fni department um has been you know a casualty lately. it's not one of our greatest it's been our most profitable per square foot part of our dealership but this year it's really lagging so i think um you know we have we're plagued with something we haven't seen in a while and that's high inventory of both new and pre-owned boats um we've seen uh we're a big advertiser on boats group on boats group um boat Boat, uh, boat trader and yacht world and it's like 32 pages of new boats that hit the market in one day that is a lot that is monumental so we're seeing the boaters that maybe were in it for the pandemic are now deciding to sell their boats so we're seeing this high new and high used inventory which causes you know the aging of our units to go up our margins to go down so for us as a dealer we're really challenged right now and you have on top that with an educated consumer that you know knows this we have so much data out there that The industry is aware of, or the world is aware of what's going on. So as a dealer, if you're not focused and really getting into your data, your data is your juice, and that should all decisions should be made on that. So 2024 will be a one of hope. You know, I'm always one that um, operates on faith and hope. And I think as we enter into an election year, we're going to see good things coming out, consumer confidence is going to start ticking up. But um, but for us right now, until that period happens, we're doing a lot of um, training. Training is huge in our dealership. Um, we're all on the pathway to masters as technicians. Um, I have. Um, I'm not going to tell you what my. <laughs> You know, it's all about competition. (laughs) But you know, I master technicians and all our technicians, and I'm really proud of my team. But we're all about getting one percent better every day. The administration team, uh, admin teams, and training, and so it's you know so important about developing your workforce. And you know, who actually mentioned that to me was Bill Jurgen. We had a conversation about you know what did he do during the pandemic and what or other things you know. And so it was all about really getting into and training your um your people and so i i look at all the ceos that i'm you know um in my little circle and i really rely on them talk to as many ceos as possible what keeps you up at night you know what are your hot points what are your you know pain points and so i really focus on that and then bring that information back to the dealership so back to your original question 2024 for me we're we're in it right now we're in training camp if you will and we're just getting through this period. And then the Super Bowl, I think, will be next year when hopefully, um, you know, the the election turns out to be positive and then the industry is back and we're booming. But, you know, great thing is during the pandemic, America fell in love with voting again. And so it's really been I love the whole Discover Voting thing. I think it's a great you know initiative that we have out there really promoting voting. And that's what Vote Boss does. It's all about Getting people aware of the industry, and so many people have really come to the industry because of efforts like you know what I do and what all of these you know other companies like what you do is really making people aware how great it is to be on the water. And um, so, 2024, I think, is going to be a, a much better year.
0: Well, good. Um, well, uh, hey, that's a great place to end. You mentioned a longtime boating industry friend and contributor, Bill Jurgen, Craft CEO. He talks about. Events like the pandemic, he calls them, I, I know, you know, have have heard him talk about black swan events and he says, never let a black swan event go wasted, emerge on the other side of that fitter, leaner, Absolutely. stronger than you were going in. And I know you have taken that lesson to heart. Bill jurgen has been at uh, Boating Industry Elevate the last two years. He's not going to be on this year's agenda, but Frank Hugelmeier, you mentioned uh, Discover Boating, Look, right. mm-hmm. president and CEO of, of National Marine Manufacturers Association will be there. Gus Blakely from Suzuki, Brian Redmond. In your session specifically, I'll mention that uh, you didn't want to go too deep and, and I appreciate that. So uh, Marine Industry PR veteran Wanda Kenton-Smith, is moderating a really strong group of women talking about their experience in the boating industry, how they entered the industry, what it's been like, how they've been received, how they've been championed uh, their journey and it will be a slightly different format instead of being kind of just moderated uh Wanda is going to introduce you and then and then let each of you each of the four of you talk on your own about that journey so i'm really looking forward to it and if you haven't registered yet or you'd like more information go to boatingindustryelevate.com all one word and we hope to see you November 5th 6th and 7th at the Western Gallery in Dallas Texas and i know i'll see you there Kim Yes,
1: I'm there. I'm talking about how to earn your seat at the table, dot, 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 and keep it. And so I'm really excited about sharing how I got to where I am today uh, without compromising my values. And really, um, it's really a game plan for both men and women. So I really hope to see as many people there because if I can leave a legacy, which I do every day, is uh, mentor as many people as possible. So uh, I hope that everyone uh, signs up for it, attends. This is really going to be a great session.
0: Kim Swears, AKA the Boat Boss. Check her out. Look at her podcast. Look at her videos. Tireless advocate for the industry. And we'll see her at Elevate. Hope to see you at Elevate. Thanks for being our guest, uh, Dealer Principal at FB Marine Group. And My I might pleasure. see it at Port uh, Lighter there, Port Lighter, the boat show uh, in Tweek. In yes. So, uh, so yes. thanks for if being on. The sun a, is
1: shining. A, yeah, sun shines every day. Well, I will be there every
0: day. Amen <laughs> to that. So uh, thanks for being a part of the Boating Industry Insider. I appreciate it
1: thanks for your
0: time. And thanks to you as well. I'm David G, host of Boating Industry Insider. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. We'll see you next time. So long, everyone.